Hello everyone. Welcome to Reddit Readings. The voting has now ended for the narrator's voice. The old voice won, so this will be the last episode with this narrator. Let's go on with the episode. Today we are on the subreddit r slash tifu, also called Today I Fucked Up. Enjoy. Reddit Readings, Episode 30. Now streaming, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. We do, we do, Does anyone here know the lyrics? Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today I fucked up by relaxing too much during a sensual massage. Bit of backstory. I started talking to a guy on Reddit last week. We hit it off, started texting and found out that he lives about 20 minutes from me. We decided to meet for a date on Friday. I have IBS and stomach was feeling a bit dodgy, but decided to soldier on. I was also very tired. The fuck up, so I'm at this guy's house and I've made us a very nice mac and cheese. There was some cuddling, kissing and some sex. We're then snuggling on the sofa and I feel a big fart brewing. I'm hoping I can just absorb it back into my body if I hold on to it long enough. We start talking about massages and the guy offers to give me one. I choose a relaxing oil. I'm naked on my front and he is naked, straddling me, kind of sitting on my bum. He starts rubbing my back, and turns out he's good at massages. I'm feeling really relaxed and start to drift off. I then wake myself up with the most earth-shattering fart I have ever expelled. The fart I was holding captive had burst free with a vengeance, displeased by the extended time spent in my rectum. It was hella loud and it was hella long. And it was right on his balls. It was so forceful, they vibrated. His response was to tell me, through tears of laughter, at least you didn't shit yourself. Today I fucked up by wearing a Halloween costume to school. This is a case of me being a chronic dumbass. I thought that because it was Halloween today, that other people in a normal holiday loving school would wear at least a prop, or one of those bouncy antenna headbands with pumpkins or ghosts, but nope. Not a soul. Nobody wore or did anything to celebrate. I know it is a holiday that you eventually grow out of but since costumes are my passion I spent months on a bright orange pirate coat and made a costume to go underneath. I'm not usually the extrovert and due to a few recent unfortunate events in my shitty mental state I'm only at school like 50% of the time, and I thought, maybe this time I can have a bit of fun just this once, but fate had other plans for me on this rainy Halloween. It's safe to say I was embarrassed and felt bad and surrounded and like a freak. If I see someone else with a costume on I might feel better but this was overkill, I'm in 11th grade, and thankfully because of that I likely won't be made fun of, but costuming will always be my passion and someday I will feel okay being the only one in a crowd of people. Today I fucked up by suggesting to my boyfriend that he get testicle implants. I've been dating this guy for a few months. He has a fetish for petite Asian girls, that I know. But he also has a thing for big breasts 
which I attribute to his hentai porn fascination, where women are depicted in strange and inhuman proportions. In the past month, he has been making comments here and there about breast implants. He would send me articles on the joys of saline versus silicon implants, for example, and would tell me I'd be perfect if I got some saline implants to fill a DD cup, as a quote-unquote joke, of course. DD is not crazy actually because my band size is 30, which is equivalent to a 34C, but still insulting to me. So I finally had it a week ago and told him to stop making jokes about implants because they are not funny and insulting. I told him most petite Asian women are not big-breasted contrary to his hentai fantasy. He did stop for a few days, then today again he mentioned to me how great I'd look in a double D while we were out having brunch. So I snapped, and I said well maybe he should get some testicle implants to augment the size of his cherry testicles. Well, he didn't take my suggestion too kindly and went home in a huff by himself. He hasn't returned any of my texts since. Today I fucked up by falling asleep then waking up while my roommate brought his date back. This happened many years ago. But it's still an experience that brings a few laughs. Back in college, I shared a room with a 4 apostrophe 9 dude, and he was a nice man. He would always leave everything spotless, he was an amazing wingman and he always managed to make sure that when we had a few people over that they'd all have food readily available and drinks, etc. He was so cool. Anyway. He told me he was going to have a date and asked if I'd be going to my friend's house for the night, he didn't live too far and I had been talking about meeting him one of the days, I was like, yeah maybe, oh I see you want the room tonight, I got you don't worry. So he's all nervous about his date and I give him a pep talk I said, you're a good man, your date's gonna be great and you definitely look ace, he was all hyped up and left. I called my buddy and asked if he was at home, he was actually at work. But, he told me he'll be back home within a couple of hours or so. Now, my roommate who was on his date told me he would ring or text me, to let me know he got back safe to the room and to give me the heads up when to leave. So, I figured I got plenty of time. I laid on the bed and basically waited for two hours to go by to get a phone call from my buddy to tell me he had finished work. But, I instead get a text message from him saying he had finished work and that he'll be getting home a lot later than expected. Still no sign from my roommate on his date though, who said he'll ring slash message me if he's bringing his date back. Then I ended up falling asleep. Again after waiting for my buddy to message me when he's free to meet. After some time passes I begin to wake up a little because I hear some distorted voices, giggling and bed creaking. I'm like oh fuck, he's with his date, he and she are gonna be pissed if I ruin their night now by waking up, why didn't he text me or ring? So, I stayed stationary and pretended to be asleep. I hear them both get out of bed and lay on the floor, I imagine because of the bed creaking. I then start to hear the almighty thunderous clapping of balls, and I'm seriously trying to hold my laughter in, but then I heard moaning like a Japanese anime character. Which confused me. Anyway, at this point I'm still trying to hold my laughter in, I realized I had knocked my phone near the edge of the bed because of my inability to keep my composure, so I decided to try and grab its splinter cell lock picking style. I grabbed the phone without being noticed and at that moment curiosity got the better of me. The ball slamming stopped and it went quiet so I decided then to take a slight peek to see if he and his date was asleep and if the coast was clear. Nope. As I opened my eye. All I see is a huge, bald, black, dude followed by the deepest male voice I've ever heard in my entire life say, Now say you want more now, and continue the almighty thunderous ball slamming. I see my 4 apostrophe 9 roommate getting absolutely destroyed up and down like a goddamn yo-yo. Waving his arms in the sky like when you were a kid and needed a piss but you were in class and you had to raise your hand impatiently to get the teacher's attention to go to the bathroom. 
I again stayed stationary as possible with tears of laughter running down my eyes. All the business stopped and the behemoth of a man left the dorm, and my roommate just went straight to bed humming. The next day I got up early, showered and decided to get McDonald's breakfast for myself and my roommate and a strong coffee, believe me, even I felt exhausted after all of that. I come back to the room to see my roommate watching TV as if nothing happened whatsoever. I said well tell me about the date? Was she nice? Whilst he grinned and ate his sausage McMuffin. He just looked at me and said, it was so much fun, we're going to meet again very soon. Now, I didn't want to say anything because his sexuality is his business and he'll say when the time was right, he did a month later. So, I said, I'm glad you had a good time. As I leave the room and make my way down the hallway, what do I see? The behemoth black dude, walking down the hallway with the look of a man on a mission, literally like the Terminator as he walks through the hallway of the psychiatric hospital. I took a last glance through the window while the dude made his way to my room. So, when my friend said, we're going to meet again soon, little did I know it would be less than 10 hours from the other night. But at least this time they had all the privacy they wanted, and I didn't have to almost die of laughter. Today I fucked up by ruining a joke my wife has been saving for years. Tomorrow I'll be turning 32. As we were waking up this morning she asked me if I was excited about the plans we'd made for my birthday. I responded that it was going to be tough to do everything in half a minute, but I was looking forward to it nonetheless. She looked at me, blank-faced for a couple of seconds. I thought she was just trying to make sense of what I had said. Instead, she suddenly smacks my chest and yells at me that I ruined a joke she's been holding onto for years. I didn't believe her until she showed me an email from 2016 that she had sent to herself to remind her to set a calendar event so she wouldn't forget. It took her 10 minutes before she was calm enough to talk to me again. Unfortunately for her, I've known and used the 30-second birthday joke for years. Today I fucked up by accidentally making my friend's parents think I was having lesbian sex with their daughter. Obligatory this didn't happen today, but I was talking to my friend and remembered about this whole ordeal and thought I'd share. This happened a few months ago, and for context, me and my friend are both 17 and female, and importantly one of our female friends had just come out as gay at the time. This meant that my other friend, the one who this is about, whom I'll call H, had told her parents that one of her female friends was gay, but hadn't specified which one, important later. So one day H invited me over to watch a film after school. When I arrived I said hi to her parents then went upstairs with H to her bedroom to watch the film. This is where the fuck up slowly started. First of all, we closed the door, which is something that we never do when I visit her, but was important as we were watching a film and didn't want to be disturbed by her parents. Then we turned the light out, again, uncharacteristic for us but important for watching a film. We really didn't think much about either of these things. Anyway, an hour later we were talking and laughing with the film in the background. Now, this is where I really fucked up. I was being uncharacteristically funny and was talking in a kind of flirty, sexual voice which one of the characters in the film had sounded like. H found this really funny so I continued with it and only spoke with that voice for a good 10 minutes or so, and we were both quietly laughing a lot. At some point during this time I heard her parents walk past the door but neither of us thought much about it. Some more important information to know is that H is asexual, meaning that she doesn't experience sexual attraction and doesn't want to have sex and her parents don't know this about her because she doesn't like to talk to them about that kind of thing. This means that I constantly forget that most people don't know this about her. Another 20 minutes passed and then we heard footsteps and soft knocking on the door. We thought this was strange as they're the kind of parents to barge into a room without announcing their presence. 
H shouted at them to just come in the room and then we heard the sliding of paper under the door. We were very confused and just watched this piece of paper awkwardly sliding and then heard footsteps walking away. H picked up the paper and it said, we're going to get McDonald's for dinner do you want anything? We were both seriously confused about why they had felt the need to tell us via paper, in such an awkward way rather than just opening the door to ask. Then it dawned on me and I turned to H and asked her, do your parents think we were fucking? At first she looked at me with a look of confused disgust, wondering why the hell I had said that, then slowly her expression turned to that of horror and realization. We had closed the door, turned off the lights, had been quietly giggling, I had been talking in a flirty voice for an extended period of time. Not to mention the fact that neither one of us can sit still for more than 10 seconds so there had certainly been lots of bed creaking and sheet rustling sounds. Also, her parents knew that one of her two female friends was gay just didn't know which one it was, and didn't know that their daughter was asexual so she would never want to have sex anyway. We immediately turned the lights on and opened the door, but by then it was too late. When we went downstairs to say what we wanted from McDonald's her parents couldn't look either one of us in the eye, and were talking to us really awkwardly. After the McDonald's, I left and H spent a lot of time subtly clearing it up with her parents, such as mentioning the name of the friend who was gay, and bringing up that I had a boyfriend, which her parents didn't know about. I think they realized that they had got it wrong but those moments of awkwardness were horrific. Luckily all has been fine since, but now whenever we meet up we make sure to keep the door open. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking, uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that, it's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today I fucked up by putting a rock in my ear, then leaving it for roughly 13 years. Bit of context, I was a fairly dumb, 9 year old at the time this happened. I'm 26 now. Well, it begins at a smallish, outside, family gathering on my dad's side. My parents split up some few years earlier, and my mom had primary custody, and I had spaced myself from the other children and took up refuge beneath the adult table. It's where I got to hear all the awful rumors and jibber-jabber, so why not, right? While I sat amongst rubble and dirt, I had this amazing idea to put pebbles in the ridge of my ear now and again, and treat them individually like a car on a racetrack. Again, I wasn't bright. Well. I drove one of them bitches right into my ear canal. That said, I flipped out at the idea that this object slid into my ear, and suddenly I can't remove it. Not a single adult was even aware I was under the table by this point, because of course all the brats were locked in the backyard. So when this screech of terror left my mouth, all that was heard otherwise would have been knees against the table and dining were clattering. I lost my mind. My dad yanked me up and immediately took me to the bathroom and started the hydrogen peroxide treatment to the ear assuming it was just a panic attack, and that it was earwax agitating my eardrum or something. Probably not the keenest reaction, but the thought process was sound. Whatever really. Either way, after what seemed like hours, him, his mother, brothers, and sisters reassured me it was fine, saying it probably fell out and that I was overreacting. Okay. Sure. Let's skip ahead a bit, it was roughly a two-year span between 14 and 16, and I'm in high school. This is where the real fun begins. Equilibrium issues emerge, sprinkles of lost balance mostly. 
I could no longer submerge my head in water for more than a few seconds, high and low pressures made me sick. Plus general discomfort over little things like showering, sleeping, traveling. It was a nightmare, really. I get to thinking about things, and grab a simple paper clip then bend it straight, putting a little loop on the end before fishing around my ear for that imaginary rock I had long ago forgotten. All I hear is scrapes. I'll admit, I immediately started to panic before running off to my mom, who rightfully rushed me to the hospital while demanding why she hadn't been told up until now. That's another topic entirely. Well wouldn't you know, though? The doctor said I was faking, examined my ear, and said I just had compacted earwax and was likely trying to get out of school. Right. It was probably June at the time. My mom didn't really believe him, but I decided balls to it. Let's get some hydroperox. Because of fuck hospitals really. Skip along the years a bit more, I'm 18 and I know for a fact there is something in my fucking head. I'm losing it. So I hit the hospital again, and this time the doctor outright states, there's definitely blockage. I'm not sure if it's a rock, but I can certainly try to help. So this professional, pulled out this gnarly looking pair of scissor hemostats and gets to just. Having his absolute way with my ear canal, trying to get a grip on this smooth object. It was audio torture, hands down. Rubbing steel to granite, but centimeters from your eardrum and this went on for at least 4 minutes, until my ear began to bleed lightly. The end results? You'll need to see a specialist, the specific type eludes me, but basically it was the same guy that removes peanuts from toddlers nasal cavities. I'll admit right now, my choices here forward were dumb as all hell. The sight of my ear bleeding sent me off the deep end, and I began refusing all help entirely only trying to remove it myself from that point on and truthfully just torturing myself when I reflect back. Let's time jump one last time. I'm 22, couple months away from 23, I have a wonderful girlfriend, things are great, but headaches have developed and are a reoccurring thing, however, my balance issues have been basically been worked out. Great. But now, out of the blue, I'm losing hand-eye coordination. Well damn, you know? I attributed it to the rock in my fucking skull. I lost it yet again, and went on a rampage this time, demanding my girlfriend give me all her dental and dermal tools so that I could dig this chunk of earth out myself. Three different sized hooped, still sticks, a couple of mirrors, a flat-ended rod and a hooked stick. But that last one was phased from the situation immediately. This was the beginning in some sense, to my 20-minute conquest to become a pro-surgeon, and I locked myself away to be alone, working and prodding these weird little hooped rods around in my ear mostly loosening wax and grinding against the round sides of the, admittedly small, stone. Eventually the rods end slipped absurdly close to my eardrum, and wrapped around the rock. In an instant I froze but my heart began pounding through my chest. Jackpot. Now, you see, this is a difficult feeling to explain in person, let alone through text. The pain from pulling this earwax slathered object from my ear canal was like, a migraine shifting from my left ear to my right while in the same sense it felt like I was passing a kidney stone from my skull. All in all, 2 out of 10. Wouldn't do again. But now it's totally out and I have it put away in a Ziploc bag. I had no real recovery issues I guess. As soon as the rock was out, my hearing was incredible in the one ear. For an entire day. Now it just rings occasionally. My balance won't ever be the same I feel, but it's fine enough as is. Otherwise, underwater swimming is a no-go. I have minor sensitivity to changing atmospheric air pressure still, and I get occasional headaches around the right side of my head. Not a bad trade out. Today I fucked up by complimenting a coworker on his weight loss. 
This happened just moments ago. I have a co-worker that works in a separate department. In my old position we had to communicate fairly regularly, but since changing positions I rarely see him. It has been about a year and a half since I have seen him and I was surprised to see him in my area today. He has lost about a hundred pounds so I thought it would be a nice gesture to recognize and compliment him. I said it was good to see him again and rather enthusiastically told him he looks great and to keep up the hard work. He responded with a cold smile, said it was nice running into me, and just continued walking. We aren't incredibly close but we usually stop for small talk, which I was completely expecting as I awkwardly stood in the hallway. When I got back into my office I brought up the weight loss to my office mate and said our co-worker really looked great, and he was inspiring. My office mate somberly responded that he was diagnosed with cancer, and has been losing the weight because of that. Today I fucked up buying my son's Halloween candy away from him. My kids go trick or treating. We live in a great candy neighborhood, so every year they come home with 100 to 200 pieces. When they're young we tell them Santa brings every boy and girl a present on Halloween and the more candy you leave him, the better a present he'd leave in exchange. When the kids get old enough to realize Santa is a hoax, that's when we start paying in cash. 25 cents per piece. Did this with our oldest too and it worked great. They'd give up about three-fourths of their candy and buy a toy. Our third child is eight this year, so called us out on the Santa thing. We explained the new deal. He said, so then it's my money and I can buy whatever I want with it? A new skateboard even? Anything? You bet. Swear? Yep. He goes and brings us all his candy. Even every Kit Kat, his favorite. I was shocked, but he'd been saving up for a skateboard for a bit so must have decided to go all in to push his savings over the edge. Getting all the sugar out of his room was a best case scenario, easiest $31.75 I'd spent all week. Next day I brought the candy to work. Then we went to Walmart after school and the kids ran to pick out their stuff. We met at the checkout. There's my son, who has raided the clearance aisle and found 200 Kit Kats for $10. I started to tell him to put it back, but he said what? You said I could buy whatever I wanted. You swore. I want my candy back then. His candy had already been eaten by my co-workers. And I did swear, and we put a lot of emphasis on the importance of keeping your word. So. My son has almost twice as much candy as he would have from just keeping his trick or treating. And a new skateboard. I don't know who's more pissed, my wife that this plan backfired so horrifically, or his older brothers that they never thought to do this. Today I fucked up by escaping an escape room. A friend of a friend has apparently been into escape rooms for a while now, and finally decided to create his own as a Halloween party experience for his friends. Since I don't know him and wouldn't realistically be coming to the party, I agreed to take part in a test along with three other random folks that had been gathered for the dry run. It ended up being a group of four people who totally didn't know each other at all, as opposed to any sort of cohesive group of friends or employees. Our host told us a ton of rules and guidelines. Don't break a NY thing, no answers are hidden on or in something you have to ruin in order to see it, and so on. He was going to stand inside the room with us, but was to be ignored as if he wasn't there. This was in case we needed any direction or if we started doing something against the rules. He wore a black mask and black clothing. Immediately at the start of the game, everyone got quiet and started looking around slowly. As I mentioned, no one knew each other, and it was really awkward. I didn't want to be the guy who's super excited to lead the group, and I guess they didn't either. The escape room was history-themed. Computer-printed photos of historical figures and explorers on the walls, a cheap dollar store-style globe on an end table, and so on. 
lots of books stacked around. The first thing I did was look at the combination lock on the door, which had four numbered rollers. I put in the first relevant number I thought of, 1492, the date Christopher Columbus landed in the Americas. Lock opens. Things got a thousand times more awkward. I apologized and explained the situation to the host, who told me to sit down for the duration, relocked the door, and asked the remaining guests to figure out where the combination was hidden. The host was incredibly angry, but only in so much as I could hear it in his voice and see it in how he moved, mainly closing and relocking the door hard. He didn't call me out for doing an obviously brain-dead thing and didn't say anything rude. Soon after, I decided it'd be better if I just left, apologizing again. Today I fucked up by ignoring my hot co-worker's open invitation. Obligatory this didn't happen today, but yesterday. I lifeguarded a local indoor pool. There are about six lifeguards including me, and five of them are guys. There's one female and she is like smoking hot. Any 18 year old's fantasy. She's like 23. Yesterday, it was just me and her at work, and she asked if I was doing anything later. I told her I was probably just gonna play video games or something and she asked me if I want to go to the arcade with her. I said yes, under the assumption we would go as friends. Would I want to go on a date with her? Absolutely. But I knew I'm way out of her league and didn't want to embarrass myself. Regardless, the plan is set. After work I would meet her at her apartment and we would to go the arcade in our local mall. I go home and shower, change clothes, get ready etc. I drive over to her apartment and text her. She tells me her door is unlocked and to come in. I walk in and she's in her bathroom doing her hair in her bra and underwear. I kinda back out the door, but she tells me to come back in, and that I always see her in a two-piece swimsuit. Touché. She's getting ready and we're just talking about work and she lays on her bed and says, my neck is killing me. I need a massage. I kind of laugh, and then she asks me if I give good massages, while giving me this look. Here's where the fuck up occurs. My dumbass says, I think there's a massage kiosk at the mall where the arcade is. 10 seconds later I realized what I just did. She sighed and finished getting ready silently and we went to the arcade. She was practically silent the whole night. The next day at work, today, she didn't mention anything of it. I still can't believe I co-blocked myself. Today I fucked up by starting small talk with a kind little dude on the subway. Yesterday I got onto a subway train around rush hour so it was quite packed. I squeeze in with my brother and find a spot to stand. I notice a little dude, about 6 or 7, in the seat next to where I'm standing squish up against his mother to make room for me. He looks up and smiles, his eyes inviting me to sit down next to him. As a larger human, 6 feet 3 inches almost 200 pounds, the tiny half a seat that he had opened up wouldn't quite fit me. Though I couldn't let his kindness go unnoticed so I decided to half cheek it, to be sure he understood what he did was really nice. As I sat down I thanked him for making room and told him I really appreciated the gesture. We high-fived and in hindsight I should have ended it there. I noticed he had his backpack with him so I asked how school was that day. He told me it was just alright. Then I asked the fatal question, do you have a lot of homework over the weekend? He let me, the stranger, know he had a big math packet that he had to get done. Unfortunately for him, his mother was listening to our conversation. Her eyes lit up when he told me about the packet. She yelled, oh boy. You told me you finished that yesterday. Guess who doesn't get to play his video games this weekend? You, you little liar. His head sunk into his chest, as did mine right along with him. A few stops later his mom dragged him off the train by his little jacket. He looked back at me as they departed, a look that said,
bro, I thought we were cool, how could you do me like that? His look of betrayal is gonna haunt me for days. Hang in there little buddy. One weekend may seem like an eternity at your age, but time flies. Thanks for listening to Reddit Readings episode 30. And if you enjoyed it, consider subscribing and leaving a rating. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookyScienceSisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you and stay spooky.